0: Hey, hello and welcome to episode sixty-eight of Dropping the X and Unofficial Hunter Hunter Podcast. My name is Dame Doctor Foxy Brown, and today, once again, our lovable loser is not here. Nope. This time for better reasons than all of the previous times, which was just that he sucked. Uh, I'm joined by Bullet Beast.
1: Hey, what's happening, guys? No AKA's this week.
0: No, I got, I honestly forgot though. Mm-hmm. So. Today we have a small news item that we're going to talk about for probably 30 seconds. And then we're going to talk about episode 72, Insanity and Sanity. And we're going to go over some fan replies that we got. And by some, I mean one.
1: Yes. Give so, us more.
0: Yeah. Please email us. hxhpodcast at com. Play us on Twitter at twitter.com slash dot Facebook.com slash podcast. Um, drop us a voicemail at 954-324-7722. It's 954-324-7722.
1: What? You know that by heart now?
0: Yeah. I do memorize numbers really well. It's just, for some reason, that wasn't mm-hmm. working. I think it's because Diego was saying the numbers. I just kept yeah. blanking them out. Um And then you can... Catch up with us also on the website, hxhpodcast.wordpress.com. You can leave us comments there. We usually always read them. And you can also contact us at ssanetwork.freeforms.org under the... I don't even know what the name of the thread is anymore. But I'm sure it's there. Hunter, Hunter.
1: Dropping the HXH something. Yeah.
0: So, first bit of news, and only bit of news, is that um, in today's, yesterday's, Weekly on Jump, they announced that Yuzu, who sang the third um, ending theme, Reason, will be singing the upcoming ending theme. Nagare boshi Kirari, which apparently was sung previously by Han Megumi, Issei Mario, and Hirano Aya. So, yay?
1: Yeah, I guess. I don't, I, I don't I even guess. know what the song is.
0: I, kind of, I found that I kind of liked the current opening theme, but not at first. I hated it at first. I was like, this is terrible. Then, one day, I didn't immediately alt F4 when I was finished, so I accidentally heard the whole song. and was like, okay, this is better.
1: Were you not, you were not cool with the Yahoos?
0: I actually kind of liked that.
1: Okay. I was like, I definitely came for the Yahoos, and then I stayed because I was already watching
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, there we go with a repeat of a previous artist, which I think people liked their theme. Mm -hmm. So, good for them.
1: I hope uh Fear and Loathing in yeah. Las Vegas. Hope they return one day.
0: Theirs was my favorite. And I mm-hmm. listened to other Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas songs. I'm was like, okay, I kinda tolerate this.
1: I yes. I love it. It's okay. <laughs> I am the opposite, I'm total fanboy. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's fair. It's it's completely fine to be a total fanboy of Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. They do have an awesome name. Yes. Um
1: And every YouTube uh comment on their video is like some like like a uh, guy who went to college for English and was like, "This is a travesty." Their name is that uh, because there's like a really good novel that has that name and blah blah blah.
0: And a decent movie starring Johnny Depp. Mm-hmm. So I've been told. I only watched as far as uh, when he says, "We have to get out of here. This is bad country."
1: And ah, just, okay, that's what that's from.
0: I was like, okay, now I understand this. I'm done. Yes. <laughs> But, um, episode 72, Insanity and Sanity, is the beginning of the fight between the bombers and Gonkilo and Biscuit. Which is interesting, because the other two fights end extremely quickly. Yes. In almost
1: hilarious fashion. Yeah,
0: unfortunately I watched this like three days ago, so I don't remember.
1: Alright, so, we start out with, uh, Gone, he's practicing his his part with the uh, was that like not a timer but a speed watch? Stopwatch, or? yes. Stopwatch, okay. He's practicing his practicing his bit with stopwatch, which we we as like listeners or um viewers don't know what it is yet exactly, but we know it's important that he gets us down within a hundredth of a second. And he's not
0: doing it fast enough.
1: Nope. They tell him to go because he sucks.
0: And he's interrupting their conversation. Mm -hmm. So, like, okay, whatever we're talking about is more important. Go do Mm -hmm. that thing over there.
1: And they got the book out, so, you know, they're strategizing and all that. And then, get a sudden contact. And everybody just goes, oh, shit. (laughs) And then we get the old money.
0: it turns out the contact is from Gorino, which I thought it was going to be worse.
1: Yeah, I thought it was, like, straight from, straight to, uh... Damn, I keep think I keep calling him Bomber in my head Ganturu? instead of his real name. Yeah, through I
0: was I was like, I instantly forgot that. Not only did I watch the show before, but I read the manga. I was like, Oh my god, Ganther's calling them. We're all gonna die.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: I was like, Oh wait, it's you know He's he's calling to keep them updated on everything that that's mm-hmm. going on, and he basically um lets them know that Sazegara and crew have been out of the game for nine days. The tenth day is about to pass, which means that everything they collected is forfeit and whatnot. Yep. And he says that they basically tricked Genthru and Friends and he's the one with all of their cards. And he's like, we held them off for three weeks. Whenever you're ready, you could give me Lucky Alexandra, because I'm the only person playing now. (laughs)
1: Yes.
0: (laughs) And they're like, okay, cool. We just have to, you know, survive this fight and then we'll we'll figure that out. And you get to see what happened with Senzegara and Batera because they somehow managed to escape the mansion with their lives intact. I have no idea how they did this.
1: Neither. Like, I don't remember. Like, maybe there was something in the manga, I'm sure Diego, or maybe one of uh, of you guys in the comments will let us know because we forget things over time. But I'm sure Diego will be like, geez, guys, blah, 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 blah happened. Don't you remember? He
0: probably has the manga open on his computer while he's talking to us. So, they kidnap
1: And also, one in his hand at the same time, just to make sure.
0: Yeah, they grab Patera, and they bolt out of there, and they're holding him in some other hotel, and they're like, explain to us what the stuff is with the thing, and why you suddenly don't care about this game anymore. And they took the picture, and they're like, we grabbed this on our way out. Is this, what, like your daughter or something? And he's like, daughter? No. This was my lover, and everyone is like...
1: Yeah, everyone's like, nigger uh, nigga."
0: Like, uh, are you aware that you're like eighty years old and this girl is like seventeen? Yeah. Do you know that? Mm-hmm. And he's like, "Oh, everyone thought she was a gold digger, and that she wasn't messing with no broke niggas." But <laughs> in reality, she didn't want my money. And I think even when she got sick, she was all about like, "I don't want people to perceive of me as this mm-hmm. woman who's only after you for your money."
1: Because she's only after him for that old D. Oh, God. Please. <laughs> oh, no. So he is like,
0: they were playing because of the cards that you could take out of the game. I forget which one it is. Like, in Heal, Disease, or whatever. It
1: is. Oh, my God. Breath of Archangel. Right.
0: He was looking for Breath of Archangel, yes. which, hilariously, Bombers have. Um, yes. And they've monopolized, so no one else can get it. And she is mm-hmm. on life support in a coma or whatever, vegetable. And she dies. I guess just before they pop out of the game.
1: Yeah. Okay, he's so like, right, but...
0: I don't care about life anymore because she's dead. All I can do is sob. Um, I will. He's, he's basically still going to pay them for whatever and they can still beat the game. He doesn't care that he spent all of this money on Great Island now, which is like a third or two thirds of his fortune. Like, yeah, it doesn't matter to me. She's dead. Nothing matters. And they're just like, so we wasted years of our lives, basically, without you ever telling us what the reason was, and now they're they're stuck out of the game they have to rely on Gorino and these kids um, once um and the bombers have been watching the entrance to the game and the ten days pass and Cigara and crew never come back so they're like okay now that we know we can't get those cards from them um which is weird because like if they had paid attention they'd notice that the number of cards and disappear. Um, it's like now I guess we go after those kids but first let us stock up and, yes. make, and make sure they're not doing it. So they go and they get a company and they look at the, the list and I think they only had like four companies. Mm-hmm. Is They pop up and the kids are like oh my god, you're here and they use a the company and they run away and he's counting he's like okay More like each time they pop over, he counts. And then the last Mm -hmm. time, I think they use return or some other card, and they pop back. Then they decide to split up. And like he is, he's already assigned parts, but he's like, Okay, you go with the girl, and you go with that slant eyed kid, which confuses me. Because they keep saying that, and I keep looking at Killua and
1: not seeing it. He doesn't have it, and I'm like, is that, like, one of those things where, like, they draw, they, they draw them, like, without it on purpose, but then, like, say they have it just so, like, as some kind of descriptor? Like, I don't understand.
0: Because they keep, like, slant-eyed, and I'm keep being like, no! I don't ever remember him being slant-eyed, even at... In- the manga and the other versions is like, okay, fine. This is at least the third time someone said it, so it must be true.
1: Like, I mean, I, I understand. Like, we can obviously tell that, okay, yeah, sure. His grandpa's a slant-eyed. If you want to be, you know, that fucked up and racist about it.
0: Yeah, I mean, okay, they're eight, some sort of Asian. Right. I'm assuming some sort of Chinese descent. That's what you're going mm-hmm. with. Which would mm-hmm. make just about everybody else involved not Asian. Because yeah. they keep referencing his eyes as a thing, and it's like, okay, that's a little messed up and racist, people. I don't know why you mm-hmm. keep pointing it out, but okay. And
1: since like, uh, uh, Nin- bald ninja bro,
0: yeah, uh, he
1: mentioned that like Japan is this place nobody really knows about.
0: Apparently, they're well aware of China. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> um, Biscuit, she starts running off. Dude starts chasing her. I really don't know which one is Sub and which one is Bara. He starts chasing her. And then she uses a company, and he's like, whoa, whoa, wait a second, What what's going on? And and um, they teleport away to Sufrabi, I think, they're on a beach. And he's like, what's going on? Why did you pull me out here? And she's like, well, firstly, it was because I didn't want you to scream too much when I beat you. And he's like, no, you're not going to win. And he's like, secondly, I really don't like the way I actually look, and I can't control myself once I start punching people, mm-hmm. apparently. I beat them until they die. And he's like, listen, you are 12 years old. Don't even try this.
1: Mm-hmm. And you might have bloodied up my face a little bit, but I'm about to whip your hat.
0: Yeah, like, she punches him. It catches mm-hmm. him off guard, face bleeding. Then she starts punching at him, and, like, he's blocking or whatever. He gets hit a couple of times, and she's like, ah, in this body, like, I can't hit you hard enough to beat you at just as mm-hmm. planned. And she transforms into her regular body, which is... Oh, but
1: uh, right before that, he yep. gets a lucky hit-in. And then that's when she decides it's time. Yeah, because, like, she's... She goes on to say, after she transforms, that uh, I want to at least let you get one hit-in, because <laughs> I'm about to fuck you up.
0: <laughs> so she transforms. She's probably about, I don't know, 6'9", something like that. 300 she's pounds, Kenshiro. Probably. It's extremely muscular, and she has a she has like the manliest jaw, which beforehand I was like, okay, sure you have a lot of muscles and everything, but you, you know, you're still recognizable as a woman. And I looked at her jaw, and it's like they don't ever draw that jawline for no. women ever. That is the manliest jaw.
1: Like you took, you took hormones, like you took men hormones.
0: This is like cut glass type of jaw.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then she just pummels him into nothingness. And she, I think he was still alive afterwards. He's like, oh, okay. Yeah. You live. Like, mm-hmm. Good for you. You're never gonna move again, but you're alive.
1: Yeah. And I just find it I something I forgot about last time, but I find it funny that, like, her bloomers are showing.
0: <laughs> yeah, so does she, like, starts transforming, like, the
1: <laughs> the dress is way too small. It's, like, the dress is, like, I don't know, like a... Like, one of those, like, one-piece swimsuits that little kids have. Yeah. Like, little girls wear that's kind of like a dress, but it's also a one-piece swimsuit. That's pretty much what it looks like.
0: It's like, it used to flare all the way out, and was down about by her knees, and now it's, like, at her waist. Yeah. And her underwear is longer than the dress. Mm Mm-hmm. And the whole thing is kind of, eh. But the good news is she doesn't look like she's in her fifties anyway, so Yeah. Good for her. Mm-hmm. And so when we switch over to what Killua was doing with his guy, whichever one he is. Killua, as we remember, is evil. And he's decided that his ultimate weapon is Yo Yo's. Or a yep. A Yo Yo. I'm sorry. And he smacks the dude in the face with it and dude is just like as it's coming out, I was like, "Oh, this is just yo yo, no problem." Except it's a super hard alloy of metal that weighs like fifty pounds or whatever.
1: Yeah, I was like, I don't know, like kilos and stuff, but I guess like I think it was like twenty kilos or fifty kilos, something like that. It's like I'm sure that's just heavy, whatever it is.
0: Yeah, if it's twenty, it's forty-four pounds. Mm-hmm. If it's fifty, it's a hundred plus okay. about one ten or whatever, and yeah. He proceeds to beat him up with this yo-yo, and then he electrifies it, which is fun. And as
1: I do like his little trick shot.
0: Yeah, as he's fighting, um, the dude notices that he leaves himself open on one side, and he's like, haha, I got this. And he, like, kicks him in the side, and Killworld does this, like, jump back block thing, where one of his hands goes behind his head. Mm-hmm. And as he does that, he throws his second yo-yo around behind the tree and knocks him in the back of the head. Which you would assume, like, normally, that would kill someone. Mm-hmm. But luckily, everybody nens, so he's still alive. And he leaves him tied up with one of the yo-yos. But Killua is, because he's like, I never said I only had one yo-yo. <laughs> yeah. Like, the whole time, which is weird, because he has, um, he's not using his hands to control them, he has them clasped
1: on his arms, arms. so
0: it's like, wouldn't you notice that he's wearing two of these things?
1: I guess maybe his arms are just moving so fast? Possibly. He just can't tell. Like, maybe he thought he was doing, like, I don't know, like, maybe how, like, a guy with one nunchuck, like, might, like, switch hands or something?
0: That's possible, too. Yeah. That he may have had him thinking, oh, okay you just switch that on your other arm really quickly, and Mm -hmm. nope, there were two of them. So, the third battle, obviously, is between Gon and Genthru, who, um, like, Genthru, like, jumps at him and punches, and Gon immediately smacks his hand away, and he's like, wait a second, you know about my powers? Who told you this? Yes. And Gon doesn't answer, (laughs) and this becomes a point of contention, because he's Really angry about, okay, sure, people know that I'm the bomber or whatever, but people don't know about Little Flower. And the only way someone Uh could know about Little Flower is if I used it on someone in front of them, which I don't ever really do. Nobody's supposed to be alive um, from the groups that I use Little Flower in front of. Uh And he's like, I can count the people that are still alive and none of them should have contacted you because... um voodoo dude, whose name is in my distant past. Um,
1: Me either. I don't know. Token.
0: He, obviously, is supposed to be dead, but isn't. Mm -hmm. And he's the one who told them about Little Flower. Gon jumps back, and every time he goes to hit him, he manages to evade his attacks.
1: Just enough. And so, uh, it gets to a point where uh... Genther decides he doesn't even need to use his powers, and that's kind of uh, what the plan is supposed to be, but Gan, he he just wants to make everything so difficult, and what he does is he decides he's gonna make him try to use his powers again, just like he did against the uh, the old chairman that he wanted the chairman to use both his arm and his leg. I mean, both arms and both legs. So, he, uh, continues using that. And he just... Gon just keeps coming up again and again.
0: So, G- Genthru gets serious, and his then gets red. And my brother's like, mm-hmm. why does it then changed color? And I'm like, cause... <laughs> <laughs> you know, when you get more powerful, as you notice, um, in the previous section of episodes when gone um, used his final dodgeball attack, his then turned yellow and mm-hmm. each person's changes color to their type mm-hmm. when they get all badass. So he's like, Oh, it's serious time and I'm like, Oh and then they're like, No the episode's over. Yeah. But I was like, some badass is about to happen. You're gonna love this. Then You keep your eye on the
1: money right there.
0: Dude is like, okay, so next time on Dragon Ball Z, um, Victor and Loser, which implies that it's going to be wrapped up
1: mm. immediately next
0: episode. So that's pretty awesome.
1: Yeah, I mean, damn, there's uh, lots of awesome action, like kind of like what we've been waiting for, but still there's more to come. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> um,
0: any thoughts on the episode? in terms of how
1: it was animated, choices, so on and so forth. Okay. Uh, I like in the beginning, right before, uh, was it, uh, I think it was uh, before the first commercial? Uh-huh. Or, yeah, around the first eye catch where Through is uh, uh, fixing to use a little flower on Gon, and you just see the, the hand, his hand, just towering over Gon, like, just gigantically. I really like that yeah. effect. Like, to show, like, how God perceives it. Awful. Uh-huh. Yeah, and, uh... I do like the the bits with, uh, Biscuit. Like, her going super beast man fighter mode. That's pretty hilarious still, even in this version. I think she looks less scary. Yeah, definitely. Though still, like, super manly. But, like, in the manga, she looked, like, dead. Like, straight up Kenshiro.
0: It's, like, uh... A- I don't know a better way to put it, but it's, like, a smoother version of her.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Where yes. it's not horrifying, because you're used to this little 12-year-old girl. And mm-hmm. very skinny, very scrawny, like, all straight lines. And mm-hmm. it, now you've got this big, beefy, muscular uh, mm-hmm. Kenshiro woman. Yes. Who basically says that she needs to fight away from people. Because when she starts hating someone, she doesn't stop until they're not moving anymore. And I'm just like, that line Mm -hmm. is very easy to miss. Yes. Because she she doesn't seem as serious. Well, obviously everything is serious, but it's Mm -hmm. not as threatening as it could be. Right. And then she pummels dude, and I'm just like, okay, must remember, Biscuit is on the list of characters not to mess with.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Yes, so uh though I I I think it's a good thing Ahsoka didn't see that. No.
0: He I don't I don't know how he would have reacted, but I think he may have been intrigued.
1: I'm sure he would have just he would've got out his sketch pad and started designing like a plushy version of her. Yep. For him to put in his uh toy chest in his head.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, every time I forget about the torches, you keep reminding me.
1: Yep, it's my job.
0: Uh when it comes to the fight with Killua, even mm-hmm. though the both fights are very short, I've, I I like the way that they cater specifically and it almost immediately to their fight style. They immediately mm-hmm. take control of the battles. Um, in both cases, Sub and Bara kind of don't notice that they've they've lost pretty much as soon as they as soon as they <laughs> yes. show up. Because mm-hmm. um Killua has managed to trick the guy into thinking he has an opening. When really he's noticed that dude has an opening where when he attacks, he leaves the other side of his body completely open. Mm-hmm. So he baited him into kicking him so he could catch him on his blind side and hit him in the back of the head. Which is all pretty amazing for to pick up on just in the middle of this fight, basically. Because he's never seen him fight before. We've never seen him fight before. No. And whereas Biscuit is just years, decades, levels above um, her combatant, Killua mm-hmm. it, is a lot closer in level. And it's possible that the dude would have been on a slightly higher level of uh, than Killua, but just he's 12, so you naturally underestimate them because they're kids, and that usually ends up being mm-hmm. people's downfalls.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think you could already tell this guy was going to be underneath Killua, when he started using his assassination techniques, yeah. and he reacted like, Whoa, instead of like, okay, you're doing a thing. <laughs> like, if he was like a competent dude, he'd be like, ah, oh, you're using that trick. I got You this. know, instead of like, oh god, I'm deaf. <laughs> you know. I do like that uh, Killua is taking like this approach in this fight of like experimentation. Yeah. Like, trying to figure out how his, works, his uh, moves work. I feel like in most Shonen anime, like as soon as they learn it, they know it, like all of it, unless there's like an upgrade version of the move, you know, like they just already know. Or like uh, in an anime where uh, like a 16 year old kid gets a giant robot, he just suddenly knows how to move right away and how to make the robot shoot the gun just the right way. Yep. Like, this actually shows this guy trying to figure out his own powers and himself, you know. I really love that touch still, to this day.
0: I, don't, I still don't know how he got that um, the um package from his brother. He's mm-hmm. like, my brother special ordered these, and I was like, okay, did you steal them? How did you end up with them? We'd, <laughs> yeah. I, I'm pretty sure we'd never seen him with them before this moment. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, he did leave the game twice, Yes. But we never see... I mean, it's possible that when he had the time to do uh, the Hunter exam, he could have picked him Mm -hmm. up. Or when he left the second time to go needlessly make a phone Mm -hmm. call, he could have been covering for the fact that there's a package I'm about to get, and
1: Mm -hmm. you
0: guys don't need to know that this is what I'm doing.
1: Yeah. And I mean, it's not like... uh... I mean, though that whole family antagonizes each other, they are still family. And they speak, you know, they they speak well in the language of money. Okay. So I'm sure they could have cut a deal.
0: Like, you do me this favor, because I'm playing Greed Island, and you'll never get to play it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm living your dreams. I'll bring you something out of the game when I'm finished, I swear. And then he just doesn't. Because <laughs> nobody cares about <laughs> what Mimiki <movie he> wants.
1: <laughs> and he's like, but you said you'd bring it. And then he just gives him that stare. He's like, fine going home, in my fat copter.
0: So, um, I do love like, like what you pointed out, the the touch mm-hmm. with uh, Genthru's giant hand over Gon, and I, that kind of signifies the difference between the two of them in terms of strength. And it's heavily implied that Genthru is on Hisoka's level or higher. Yes. And Gon is going to have to hopefully, the plan that he set up with Killua and others, though which, if he would stick to the plan, right?
1: Yeah, like, if he wouldn't fuck things up, like, he, he was he was playing, like, he, he was essentially being played like a fiddle. Uh, Genthrou, so far. Genthru's
0: like, I'm not gonna use my powers on you. You're just a kid and you're weak. And Gon is like, well, screw the plan, then. I'm gonna make you use your powers. And I'm like...
1: And then I'll go back to the plan. It's like, but you might be dead, <laughs> damn it! Stop being so shown in. What is wrong with you? <laughs> yes.
0: So we have all of that to look forward to in the next episode. Um, mm-hmm. gone ev- eventually going back to plan. Um, whatever Killua and Biscuit plan on doing. Um, in the interim, because they're chilling, having defeated their dudes in like two minutes.
1: <laughs> yes. So, I mean, they, they. I'm sure whatever part they have to play in their plan, because. I've already forgotten. I've completely forgotten. I only remember
0: one thing. Um, One is Jajankin, which is not a spoiler. And -hmm. it was awesome. Then the other thing that is totally a spoiler that's completely related to the Jajankin thing. I've forgotten everything Mm -hmm. else. It's like this was awesome and stuff exploded and I don't know what else happened. But it should be fun seeing it again.
1: Definitely. I'm sure, um, and I'm still sure Diego will correct us on anything we fucked up on. Everything.
0: <laughs> He's gonna write a sarcastic blog post along with this episode. Mm-hmm. Yep. So we've got an email that we should address.
1: Yes. Yeah. From I,
0: I'm not sure if we ever settled on a way to pronounce this guy's name, and I don't think he ever. Cur-
1: I kind of feel bad because I feel like he might have been like, "Okay, yeah, <laughs> it's cool. You say it like this." <laughs>
0: I don't remember if in one of his previous emails he spelled it out phonetically. Mm-hmm. Gizalos
1: I think it's Chazalas. He's like, okay,
0: so the hiatus continues, which there was very... It could have been crueler, if not for the fact that I was aware that there was no way this was real. There was a yeah. fairly cruel um, April Fool's joke played on mm-hmm. Hunter Hunter fans, I guess, if you happen to be following the Twitter account of,
1: for the hopers and of this particular
0: website. Where the person was like, Tokashi announces he's out of rehab and Hunter Hunted to return. And then is this picture of him just surrounded by video games and trash. That's clearly took it, taken in like 1994. Um, then underneath it they have, yeah, everything on here is the April Fool's joke. Please don't take it seriously. But like, oh, some people are going to be very hurt by this. But um, his email goes, The hiatus continues, someday my manga will return. Shazela's here, and I just listened to the latest episode and figured I'd toss out a few things bouncing around in that vast, empty head of mine. The best of the best is coming up in the anime, and everyone is holding their breath for the next big showdown. I can't wait to see more Jonkin animation. God knocking the tar out of the dodgeball before was only a bit of the awesome I'm sure we're going to see from Madhouse this arc. Is it just me, or does Soka get more and more awesome as we go? The animators seem to revel in him. As for the character, though, Hisoka has no problem taking on multiple spiders, and my god would I ever love to see that happen. An all-out brawl after Krolo dies would be insane, which makes me wonder. They say Nan can become stronger after a person dies, become permanent or stronger, etc. I wonder if Hisoka killed Krolo if his black book could be taken. I know it's not the exact same as the binders for the cards, but it's a fun theory to think of. So which of Krolo's stolen powers, known or made up for the hilarity, would Hisoka most enjoy? I think Owl's cape, so he can abduct more toys for his toy box. (laughs) Maybe a special massage from Biscuit's summoned friend. Anyway, keep up the good work. P.S. The climax is Ahsoka's penis. Of course. Hate you all. So, um, (laughs) to address some of his questions, yeah, it looked really good in the OVA, so I assume it's just going to look fantastic.
1: Yeah. Um, Done. I assume, I hope they will keep up. So have- no, I was just saying,
0: done by Madhouse, um, what, yes. nine years later with more budget.
1: And hopefully more uh, Ahsoka guitar music. Hopefully. Hopefully they bring that back. I don't remember if they kept doing that or not. So
0: to answer um, so the Ahsoka paragraph, as we were watching the show, uh, we were talking about um, who we believe Hisoka would have no problem defeating and who we think would eventually be able to kill him. And in general, um, we tossed out uh, Kortopi, because he has no mm-hmm. battle powers that we're aware of. Shizuku and shellnark I figured, wouldn't want to fight him. They'd just be like, nope. this is dumb. Frank-
1: like, unless he kills the boss, like, they have no reason.
0: Um Franklin... I'm not too sure. Like, everybody who's from the original group, obviously, is friends with the boss to a degree. And he's more Mm -hmm. important to them than he is to other people. So, Mm -hmm. if he kills him, everybody would want to fight him. But at the same time, like... Because my brother had this idea in his head head of, like, a Mm -hmm. one-on-one fight thing. And I was like, you may not remember, but the spiders got a prophecy that said that none of them, basically, should ever be caught alone or they would die. So, they don't travel alone anymore. And I think they would be a lot less likely to fight alone, because pretty much, aside from Uvogin, every time we've seen them fight, it's been side by side with other people. Yes. So, I figure that he would... Have-
1: well, I guess, like, technically, the only times they've fought, fought alone now is, uh, uh, spoilers. Oh, well, yeah, damn, that would be spoilers. Yeah, in
0: the next arc, they do technically fight alone, but it's more like
1: like like they show up together and then they, they split off. up
0: because they didn't I think they didn't want to take on the people in front of them as a group.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Because they didn't know about yeah. their abilities and whatever. And they they really it was more they were really secretive of their own abilities mm-hmm. than cuz they all use some next level techniques that they hadn't used before. Yes. <laughs> and for that spoiler reason I think that if he took on Finks and Phaetan together, that he would lose. Yes. He would lose badly. We would all be like, Mm -hmm. why did we think Ahsoka was so awesome in the first place? Um, That's sad. I I do think that Machi is very serious about tracking him down forever. She would probably be like, he's going about his daily life, and she would pop in and attack him and then run away before he could do anything. And she would just do that forever. Until yeah. she either eventually dies um when he gets tired of her and kills her, or she manages to catch him slipping and if he slips <laughs> yes. then he's slipping. Oh yeah. And he get killed. So I think that's the basically as far as I can see, those are the, the two groups of people that would be able to get one over on him. Um yeah.
1: my- I feel like maybe based on the situation Shalnark can do well against Ahsoka. Yep. But, like, it just, it seems like it would have to be set up. Like, I feel like Shalnark would have to know ahead of time, and maybe go into a place where he can control a bunch of people, or have a bunch of things set up, because just him straight up by himself so far...
0: But if... if like, he, wait, was this a spoiler? Mm-hmm. I don't remember if he controlled himself in the arc.
1: No, I think that was Ants. Okay.
0: Yeah, But when he does that, I think he, he does have a good chance, but I think he would also need another person there mm-hmm. um, as balance or as a guard against Ahsoka. Because Ahsoka is very... I mean, everybody to a degree is very familiar with their own abilities, but I think Ahsoka has taken were the two non-combat abilities and mm-hmm. really worked them perfectly into his fighting style. And that makes him very difficult to deal with. In addition, he's unpredictable. And he knows to a degree um, seven of their abilities.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, obviously, there are ones he doesn't know because in the Ant arc, we saw them reveal stuff they hadn't shown anybody. So... And I... Finks doesn't ever use his powers. So...
1: Nope. Like once. Those Those
0: are the people that... Uh, Finks and Phaeton, who haven't shown anybody... <laughs> Mm-hmm. I think those are the two most difficult to deal with.
1: Probably Nobunaga would lose. Yeah, I'm so. pretty sure
0: he would lose like so. immediately.
1: Because mm-hmm.
0: they don't really like him, so they'd probably let him fight Hisoka one-on-one, and then die, and be like, okay, now we're serious. Now mm-hmm. that you've killed two spiders, we care. We don't really care about the <laughs> yes. shoot you killed, but okay.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Um. In terms of... Second question... Or third, I don't. I'm not even sure which mm-hmm. question this is, but um, about whether he could take Krollo's black book, he if he has the ability to do that, or is aware of someone that has the ability to do that, he'd probably have to take it before he dies, mm-hmm. because I think otherwise it wouldn't work. Crollo has for Krolo, he has to take the abilities before he kills the person. Yeah. So, in terms of which power he would have the most fun with. I hate that he took the good ones. So now yeah, I have yeah. to think about the other powers he had in his book.
1: I don't even remember what he had in his book.
0: Now I'm looking them up.
1: Okay, Because yeah, I only remember the one the one <laughs> and uh hate fish.
0: Is it, it was Hate Fish, the cape that he used in the fight, um the predicting yeah. ability.
1: Oh yeah, that he stole, yeah, the predicting ability. Which
0: might be kinda of fun.
1: Ghost Rider, yeah.
0: I can't remember if we saw the other ones. I didn't know in the original series, I think he had the book open, and you could see mm-hmm. several pages of stuff before it got to what was used. Yeah. Okay, yeah, he's a teleportation ability. Ghost Rider, hate fish, fun fun cloth. And that is apparently all we've seen. Yeah. So, I don't know, I'm not feeling really creative today. Yeah. To come up with um something from that fun with of those, I think the I don't know, the hayfish kind of would tie into his sadistic nature. But he doesn't seem all that fond of torturing people. So No. I don't think he would be into that, because you would basically use hay fish to get information out of people.
1: That's about it. Yeah. In terms like, of
0: like, if he was using, to,
1: <clears throat> mm-hmm.
0: if he was using the book to steal abilities from people we know, um, that might be more fun because I don't know how many of the spiders even know how Krollo's ability works.
1: Yeah, but I feel like now, like he's essentially made himself known to enough people that if he did have that ability, like he wouldn't be able to get people's powers <laughs> anymore. Because they have to tell you about the power, right? Yeah, but
0: I mean, he could just wash his makeup off. And touch the he book? He could wash his makeup off and slick his hair down, oh, okay. and they probably wouldn't mm-hmm. recognize him. But yeah, in order to use to.
1: I mean, except for the boner.
0: In order to get the ability, he has to see it with his eyes, ask about the ability, and the person has to tell him. Mm-hmm. Then they have to okay. touch the handprint on the front of the book, and it has. the whole thing has to be done within one hour. Yeah. So. And his ability is called a bandit secret. Or skill hunter. Mm-hmm. But it's an interesting ability and that's one of the main reasons why I want Corolla to get his powers back.
1: Because I want to see what I'll say. I want to yeah. know what
0: all is in this book. And while it's inevitable mm-hmm. that if he gets his abilities back he's going to fight Ahsoka, I don't want that to happen right away. Because Firstly, I don't think is going to die anytime soon, but Crolo may stay alive because Kurapika and his revenge. And I guess he would suck in a way if Soko took that away. For him, I wouldn't care. But I want to see if the Spiders are going to revamp and what Spiders 2.0 would look like because as it stands, they've only replaced Soko, Which is funny because they come right up to him and like this is your replacement. Yes. <laughs> but um... They haven't replaced Pakunoda and Vogan. Um, There's some speculation on who could possibly replace them. But it it would be really fun to see the spiders kind of dig in, get back together, reform themselves, and continue with their work, whatever that is. Yes. And I would kind of like to see how um, they tie into the overall underworld. And now that they've killed the Tendons how the Mafia is going to respond to it. And we got slight, slight cameo hints as to what's going on there, even though that may be completely unrelated. But there's a lot concerning them. And of course it helps that they're like 10 of my favorite characters. There's a lot concerning them that's left to, or that could be used and further developed. So I would hate for it to just be, he gets his powers back, Sokka shows up in front of him with no pants on, and it's like, okay, let's do this. (laughs)
1: <laughs> and then they
0: fight to the death, and now we're left with one of them gone. Um, so I don't know if...
1: Or, like, yeah. And I assume, like, Kirpika just comes up and scoops up the winner. <laughs> it's
0: like, I gotta kill you. For reasons. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: I mean, on the one hand, like, if him dying is gonna create, like, a hunter-free... Not hunter, a spider-free-for-all against Ahsoka, where all of them take him on at once, like, that would be oh. awesome. Like, I would be, like, okay... Would... Okay, cool. we will sacrifice you for the greater good, but
1: yeah, otherwise, I feel like that would like that would bring out some stuff in Ahsoka. Like Ahsoka would probably be in like like just full of like just straight up like instinctive like adrenaline like. And I feel like they were like, "How the hell is this guy keeping up?" But this guy's having, like, the time of his life. Yeah, I mean,
0: he might might die in that that fight. Oh, he'll probably die. And that would be the single best thing that's ever happened to him. I don't know Mm -hmm. how many of them he would take out. Um, I don't know. If they all fight at once. Mm -hmm. But the thing is that they're not... Like, how Gon and Killua know each other and their abilities, and they've fought together so many times, that they're able to plan for battle, and they're able to fight, and work together without speaking to each other. Whereas Mm -hmm. I don't think, despite however long they've been together, because they're thieves and they naturally don't trust each other. Mm -hmm. I don't think the spiders are at that level. So he may be able to get between their teamwork, which probably be nearly non-existent because they're all very competitive and whatnot and take Mm -hmm. out a few of them. But
1: because I'm sure they would have, like, the most awesome team attacks, but they're not exactly a team, even though they are a team. So. As he said.
0: That would probably work out really well in terms of visually, and I would be down for that. Otherwise, I think there's, although, like, he basically joined the spiders just to fight Krolo, there's still ways, I think, that Krolo could get around that. Because he mm-hmm. could still, like, he's one of those characters where if you could don't necessarily control him, because that's probably borderline impossible. But if you could get him to work for your benefit and not for his own, he'd be a very important tool in whatever... Yes. And with Chrollo and the Spider organization to this point, they've just mostly been about causing chaos. So I would like to see if they have this... Or Chrollo, not they. Have this overarching plan for what they want to do and what their impact on the world is going to be. And if I feel like if he dies right away, we'll never get to see that. Because it doesn't seem like there's a heir in the group to his ideals that would be like, okay, this is what he wanted to do, and I'm going to make sure this happens. It seems like they'd be more like, well, okay, he's dead. The, the half of the group that doesn't get all crazy and decides to go after Ahsoka and murder him would be like, I see what he was trying to do. Um... I don't know who the next leader is going to be. If it's going to be me, like, we go in this this direction as opposed to what he was doing because we don't have the confidence to continue with his plans. Plus, he doesn't seem like he tells everybody anything. He's probably. He seems like he's just. Okay, I thought of something and here's the plan. Yes. Find that out five minutes before you're going to go and decimate this city. So. He doesn't seem like he had a confidant and if he did, she's probably dead. So. Without him, they are kind of aimless and shiftless, as we can see uh, during this arc. That, in terms of what they c- they're going to do next, the only thing they have in mind is they have to restore the boss's nen. So he can tell them what they have to do, and that's probably their yeah. weakness as a group.
1: Definitely. I mean, and also, we still haven't figured out, you know, whether... There's like some kind of crazy Meteor City conspiracy behind them. That
0: would be pretty awesome. Because it, it does mm-hmm. seem like, without giving away too much, like parts of the story, um, cause we get this whole bit about how the Hunter organization structure works, how they interact with, with the government and the world at large. And then there's this other shady element present within the organization that may or may not have ties to Meteor City. And then you get. Other destructive elements moving towards Meteor City. So there's this vast potential for all sorts of fallout that we may never get to see in our lifetimes.
1: Because Tagashi. At
0: the rate that Tagashi is writing. And it's like at this point, the manga has two full arcs that the anime could cover, but that that will probably be done in half a year or a little bit more. So. What do we do after if he doesn't start writing again? So, but that's a concern for another time. Right now we have Green Island arc about to end the next few episodes. Mm-hmm. Then we have um, oh god, what was the place called?
1: Chimera and before
0: Art. they got oh um, uh, the zone they were in.
1: Oh, I don't know, fake North Korea. Yeah, I mean
0: obviously it's fake North Korea, which is timely, but. Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, it is. Probably not on no, purpose. No, not on purpose. Totally timeless. Like
0: eleven years ago, this was relevant.
1: Mhm. Uh, boy.
0: Um, I think it's the Republic of East Corteau, but there was a region. Yes. Like, there's a name for that region in
1: there. Yeah.
0: That this country is in. Mhm. Oh, NGL. That's what it's
1: called. There we go. So they're going to the NGL. There will be a meet-up with a character which, that we'll get to finally niche, even though we should already met him.
0: <laughs> and we'll get to see how Madhouse is going to handle him and his introduction, which should be interesting and something a lot of people are looking forward to as well as dreading. And mm-hmm. then we get the fun stuff and what is so far the most powerful arc. And the most powerful arc conclusion... In Hunter Hunter.
1: And it will give you all of the feels. Every, and all of the places. Every
0: single feel. From top to bottom. Yep. You will weep. And you will be happy. And you don't. You will understand, not understand why you suddenly care about this guy who looks like Cell. And everything in your life will go topsy-turvy.
1: You'll hate everyone. And love everyone even more.
0: And then you'll hate all the main characters. Because why did you have to do this? Mm-hmm. And their relationship turns, I don't know, bad. Then the following arc happens, and I'm just like, I hate all of you.
1: Shit.
0: Yeah. is kind of okay. <laughs> yes, these are. Right. And, like, I want. I only want that arc to get animated because I want to see Pariston's suits and what they're going to do with it. Because mm-hmm. they better do it, like, um. the kind of money, yes. Christa.
1: Yeah. Hell yes, that kind of animation. I forget what it's called.
0: But they did it for... I think they did it in chowder in the US.
1: Yeah, I was going to say in chowder. Yeah. Yes. All over the place in chowder.
0: Everything. Everybody's clothes were a part of the background. and It was fantastic. hmm So, there you go. I think we don't have anything else to add.
1: No, but if you do have something else to add, please leave a comment on this episode.
0: Over at hxhpodcast.wordpress.com. Please... Email us at hxhpodcast at gmail.com or leave your email in 3-minute audio form at 954-324-7722. That's 954-324-7722. <laughs> it went my way completely blank. Facebook.com slash HXHpodcast. Twitter.com slash HXHpodcast. But if you use those two, you'll only interact with Diego and... That's up to you.
1: And possibly me every once in a blue moon, if you're lucky.
0: And, of course, the forum um, is ssanetwork.freeforums.org. So if you love us, listen to us, like us, leave us some feedback. We thrive on feedback. It helps us extend our episodes an extra 15 to 20 minutes.
1: And we get possible hilarious tangents that are good for you guys.
0: It leaves yourselves laughing. Because it's funny. You love it. We love it. We're silly. Your emails and other...
1: Or you could hate us, and that's always good, too. It is
0: pretty funny. Mm-hmm. So, thank you guys for listening to us again. It's been episode 68 of Dropping the X, at unofficial Hunter Hunter podcast. We will hopefully see you guys again next week, so thank you. See ya. Goodbye.
1: And don't forget, hunters, the climax is a speech. どれかの知っていながらそれでも進む理由があるだから Hey.